Welcome to Mindfully Well, your place to get the tools and tips you need to connect to a deeper sense of wellness, naturally and simply. This podcast is for change-seeking women who are curiously devoted to their health and ultimately having a positive impact on the world around them. I'll be diving into everything that can help us live mindfully well, one episode at a time. I'm your host, Haley. Did you know that any chemical can be used as an ingredient in personal care products? Nearly 1,000 toxic chemicals are lurking in countless personal care products. In fact, labels are allowed to be misleading and incomplete, and companies don't have to list all of their ingredients. Have you ever heard the term greenwashing? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the beauty and personal care industry, and the effects these products could be having on our health. Some of this information might not surprise you if you listened to the last episode called Period Empowerment, where I discussed the chemicals present in conventional menstrual products. However, this episode is meant to be informative and thought-provoking, and I'm not saying you should go throw out everything you own, but I do hope that with the information that I provide you, you can become better informed and begin or continue to make choices that empower your health positively. So what is greenwashing then? Well, it's when a company says that their product is paraben-free, ammonia-free, sulfate-free, or whatever else they want to say, gluten-free, lol. (laughs) Um, They've basically seen that the public cares about what is in their products and they're removing a product, like a, a specific substance, and they're leaving the rest of the crap in there. So they can say sulfate-free on the label and put like a pretty picture on it, but it can still have a lot of other bad stuff in it. So that's greenwashing from a very, very high level, um, and it's something that we all should be aware of because the labeling of these products aren't very well-regulated. Um, even certifications don't always guarantee safety. So whenever you see products that are certified as organic, they can contain as much or as little as 10% organic ingredients, depending on the certification that they have. So there's not one big overarching behemoth of organic certification. There's some other ones, and you could have just 10% organic ingredients and call your product organic. So there's also no required safety testing of products or ingredients, and less than 20% of ingredients are actually being assessed in beauty products. So of all of the products out there, a tiny percent is actually even being assessed, which is crazy to me. Um, Products also have, like, penetration enhancers. Not all products, but some products have, like, penetration enhancers that drive ingredients deeper into your skin. So that means that the chemicals are being absorbed into your bloodstream and those chemicals can be found in personal care items that have been proven to be linked to cancer, hormonal issues, thyroid issues, learning disabilities, asthma, respiratory disease, skin disease, liver damage, etc, etc. Like, the list goes on, you guys. And we're being misled by packaging and labeling and different types of marketing materials. So I don't want to say it's our fault that these chemicals are 
infiltrating our houses and our bodies, but we can definitely start to educate ourselves and become more aware of what's going on so that we can minimize the impacts and the intake of all of the bad stuff and start adding more good, whole, truly organic, real products into our lives. So as I was doing research for this episode, I found out that the, cos- the American cosmetics industry is like a $70 billion a year industry. And the FDA office for like cosmetics and stuff has an annual budget of $8 million and something like 27 staff members. So not enough money or people to even dig into every single product that exists out there. Hence the reason why a tiny percentage of them are actually tested and assessed. The best part about all of this is that apparently the laws that are governing, governing, the best part about all of this is that the laws that govern all of this regulation and oversight is two pages long and has not been updated since 1938 when they first enacted all of the regulation. So we're working on really old laws or rules or regulations, a ton of other advanced, for lack of a better word, products have come out that aren't even being evaluated at the caliber in which they should be based on what's in them. So when we look at this, it's estimated that by the time most women leave home for work or whatever they're doing in the morning, they've put on at least a dozen body products and cosmetics. And each of them have dozens of individual chemicals and ingredients. I think the stat that I read was we absorb like two pounds of chemicals a year from the stuff that we put on our bodies. Now granted, our bodies are amazing at regulating and filtering out the bad stuff. That's how we exist still. But um, these chemicals are all around us. So why do we choose to willingly put even more onto and into our systems on top of our existing body burden of living? So pollution, environmental factors, radiation, all of the other stuff that already exists that we can't really escape. We choose to put even more bad stuff onto our bodies or unknowingly, actually, maybe we're not choosing, we just don't know. So we can minimize this, this intake of the bad I keep calling it the bad stuff, but like the stuff that does impact our health negatively and start to use products that aren't going to cause all of these diseases and issues. So I saw this stat from the environmental working group where they analyzed the umbilical cord blood of newborns just a few hours after they were born. And the researchers found that 287 environmental chemicals were detectable in the baby's blood that were all, like, downloaded through the mom's blood during pregnancy. So, not only are we doing this to ourselves constantly, but if you intend on having kids someday, or you just have kids someday, everything that you're doing, you are literally passing on to your baby. So, that's definitely something to keep in mind if you're interested in reproducing, or if you have the ability to get pregnant. Um, Yeah, so... In my opinion, surely there's a better way to like feel beautiful and still wear, wear makeup if you want to 
express ourselves without participating in this ridiculous, lying, manipulative system that ultimately impacts us as individuals while these big companies make a ton of money. I used to never leave the house without getting ready. And by getting ready, I mean like taking a full shower, blow drying and straightening my long, thick ass hair, which takes forever, putting on all of my makeup and always looking presentable. This was my idea of like showing up in the world as someone who has it all together and my life is perfect. <laughs> And I don't think I fully knew that's what I was doing, but looking back, that's definitely what I was doing every single day. So I eventually realized that I didn't have to do all of that work, and I could still feel beautiful and feel fully expressed in myself without the pressure of meeting these like weird societal norms. Um, and I've tried a lot of different methods of finding what works for me, but I'm so happy that I started years ago, and I'll share a bunch of stuff that I do, but really, it's about your own personal journey and finding out why you're doing something. So if you're getting ready or wearing makeup or using a certain product because you care about what other people are going to think, then you might want to analyze and just think about what products would make you feel good and make you feel sexy or creative or grounded or smart or whatever you're trying to feel. Um, you can do this for yourself, and there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup or not wearing makeup. And you could do both. So I'm sure most of you all know this, but I think it's a nice reminder just to say that however you're feeling on any given day is your choice of how you express that. And everyone else's opinion does not matter because if anyone judges you based on the way you look or the way you got ready today then they're a shit person who needs to deal with their own projections of you. <laughs> That's kind of mean. We all have our own stuff. But their opinion has nothing to do with you. So just remember that. So some of the things that I do and have been doing for years now is um, I oil pull. So <laughs> this is a really weird one, but... Um, it's basically where I put like a dab of coconut oil in my mouth and I swish it around for like 30 minutes while I'm in the shower or whatever and then you spit it out. There's actually no, I don't want to say no, there's little um, data to back this up that it actually does anything exactly from a science perspective but it has deep roots in some different cultures and it makes my mouth feel good and I get compliments that my teeth are really white so I'm going to give that one to coconut oil, which coconut oil can be used for a lot of stuff. But um, you can oil pull with a lot of different oils, and if that sounds interesting to you, I didn't really sell it very well, I guess, but if it sounds interesting to you, you can just research oil pulling and check that out. I think it's a really interesting natural beauty thing that I like to do. Um, I also dry brush my body before I take a shower every day, so I have like a big dry brush which is it's literally just like a soft bristle brush on a stick or like a handle and I like you rub it in circular motions toward your heart so I think that's counterclockwise technically um to, well okay anyway 
you rub toward your heart and it helps increase circulation and get rid of dead skin. So I love dry brushing. It helps keep my skin soft and I don't have to buy like a thousand different exfoliants and different like body things in order to like keep my skin healthy and clean. I just dry brush. Um, what else do I do? So <laughs> this is really funny and it's probably kind of unique. I understand that we all have different skin and different different makeups of how our oil is expressed and dry skin and all of that. But for me, I honestly stopped using all face wash years ago. I can't even remember what year it was. And I either wash my face with coconut oil and a wet wash rag or I literally just get like a wash rag wet and wipe my face off at night and I wear like a full face of makeup so and I honestly rarely rarely have pimples so I just kind of like clean my face off and go to bed and whatever um again I don't have any like proof to back this up it's just what I do and my skin looks really good so <laughs> I wash my face with a wet rag basically and sometimes oil when I want to like remove all of the mascara and whatever if I like put more makeup on than usual, but it's usually just a wet rag. Um, yeah, and I've been transitioning a lot of my products, which I'll talk about down in the, down, lol. I'll talk about in a few minutes, but um, I really love coconut oil for everything, literally. Moisturizer, oil pulling, what did I just say? Washing my face. Um, all of the above, like coconut oil, all of those memes you see online about coconut oil being the best thing ever, it literally is. And I only, not only, I mostly cook with coconut oil as well. Um, so that's a cheap and easy natural beauty product you could use. Um, vitamin E oil. So I can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm pulling this off the top of my head because I can't quite remember but I believe that coconut oil is good for like stretch marks and just overall skin health. Did I just say coconut oil? I meant vitamin E oil. Now I'm losing it, you guys. I swear. <laughs> um, anyway, I like to also moisturize or just after I get out of the shower, like cover my body with vitamin E oil. So it's really soft and luscious and I love it. I typically moisturize with oils the most don't really use lotion or anything. Um, I like using oils. They feel better. And it like gives me time to like connect with my body versus slapping on a bunch of lotion and running out the door. But anywho, coconut oil, vitamin E oil are my two favorite oils to use for my body inside and out. Well, not inside with vitamin E oil, but I cook with coconut oil. Um, I also make my own coffee scrub. So I can share my little recipe, I guess recipe, my, my how-to with you all. But basically, we eat, we eat, we drink a lot of coffee. I think I need another cup of coffee. Um, we drink a lot of coffee every day. And basically what I do is save those coffee grounds and then I dry them in the oven. So you just like spread them on a cookie sheet and dry them like on a low temp. You just kind of like heat them up to get the moisture out. And then you can mix them with... Coconut oil, vitamin E oil, um, different essential oils if you want. Salt. I think I put some salt in there. I can't remember. I'll have to pull up my little like recipe and I'll share it with you guys. But basically once it's like dried out, 
and then you add whatever you want to it. You can just like scrub your body in the shower and it smells so good. It feels so good. It's like the perfect exfoliator because they're like big, right? Like the coffee grounds are kind of big as opposed to like a sugar scrub and it smells amazing. I will say, I think the coffee scrub sometimes like clogs my drains. <laughs> so you might just want to pour some like boiling hot water down your drains occasionally. It'll rinse right like right through but um sometimes that happens because <laughs> coffee but um yeah so I like to make a coffee scrub I also make sugar scrubs with like sugar salt lemon vitamin e oil coconut oil I think that's it it's pretty simple um if and when I do do a face mask which isn't very often honestly because I like the idea of them more than doing them but um when I do a face mask, I have this like, I think it's called Amazonian clay. It's like this little container of like clay dust. And I mix it with apple cider vinegar and slap it on my face. Slap it. I gently and lusciously put it all over my face. <laughs> and then it like, it's one, apple cider vinegar is like an astringent. And I think the clay also does something great. I can't quite remember. I haven't done this face mask in a long time, but um, it feels really good. And it feels like it like tightens your skin. So that's my like go-to face mask if and when I do a face mask. Um, apple cider vinegar is an amazing like hair rinse. So if your hair is feeling like you've got like buildup or something, you can just like put a little bit of apple cider vinegar into like a bowl and then like rinse your hair with it in the shower. And that'll rinse out some buildup. I like doing an apple cider vinegar rinse occasionally. And of course, like, the easiest way to maintain balance inside and out for your skin and your beauty is to drink a ton of water. Like, drink more water than you think you need because you're probably not drinking enough. And eat real food. Like, real, whole, actual food from the ground and the earth. Okay, so what can you do to start adding more natural and clean beauty products to your life? Because this is the most important piece. It's what helps you start to do this stuff. So first and foremost, do your research and research from a lot of different angles. So I think in every episode so far, I've said do your research. And that's because it is very important to arm yourself with all of the information and educate yourself about what exists, what doesn't exist, what questions you have, what questions you can have answered, and what questions you can't find answers for. Um, doing your research is the most important step to anything. But um, I'll also share some brands that I love too in case you don't want to do a lot of research. But basically, like I said in the beginning, Watch out for labels that say natural or, or organic. This goes for anything really, but especially stuff that you're putting in and on your body. Um, there are no regulations in place to govern these terms, which means that it can contain a, you know, a few percent of organic ingredients and then the rest be chemicals and you could still be fooled. So avoid anything also that says fragrance or perfume unless you know exactly what that fragrance is. Um, there are a lot of companies that 
put like 3,000 undisclosed chemicals in like fragrance or perfume products. So there's a lot of nasty stuff happening there if you're not aware of what the fragrance actually is. So my favorite products and brands, in no specific order, but are all equally amazing. Number one, or the first one, is Lush. So you may have walked past a Lush in a mall and become completely overwhelmed with the amazing smells coming out of that place. If you haven't, go find a Lush right now or go to their website. But um, they're basically creating a cosmetics revolution to save the planet. So their products are 100% vegetarian, cruelty-free, because everything should be, um, and handmade. So a lot of their stuff comes without packaging. And then there's also some products that come in like little black containers that you can then take back to them and they'll reuse. So even the products that they do package, they take them back and reuse them, which I think is insanely important. And if you return like five of the black containers, you get a free face mask. So <laughs> that's really cool. I have a massive pile of them that I need to take in and keep forgetting. But um, my favorite products from them, and this stuff is pretty subjective because we're all into different smells and textures and things that the products offer us. So it's might not be helpful for me to share this stuff, but if you're looking for like a place to start, these are my favorite products. Um, I love the Scrub 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 Body Scrub. It is like a blackberry charcoal scrub and <laughs> it's literally amazing. Like it makes my life feel so luscious and yummy. I love scrub, scrub, scrub. Um, I also really, really love their big sea salt shampoo. So this is what I buy that comes in the black containers and I have a million of them. But this shampoo is like the best. I have really, really long, thick brown hair. I do color it. And the only thing that I don't like about some of the natural shampoos I've tried is that they like strip the color out of my hair, which... I don't really care that much. You can just see my grays a little faster. But um, the big sea salt shampoo is amazing. I even catch Chandler using it sometimes because it smells so good and it makes your hair feel so good. Um, I also have the, I think it's called Honey I Washed My Hair <laughs> shampoo bar. And I was a little skeptical to try a shampoo bar at first because it's not like being squirt out of a bottle. And I was like, uh, will this work? Will it run out really fast? Well, the answer is yes and no. It does work and it doesn't run out super fast. Um, it Literally, I just barely get it wet and it lathers up and like washes my hair. And I have a ton of hair. And I've had this shampoo bar since the beginning of September. It's the end of October. And I don't use it like I switch up how I wash my hair when I wash my hair. But it's still lasting forever and it smells amazing. I love it. Um, I've also bought some of their conditioner bars. Um, I can't remember the names of them, but they're also like package free. Like they look like a soap bar, only it's conditioner for your hair. I love the Scrubby, which is like a scrub bar. Clearly I like oils and exfoliating. So the Scrubby is like a sandy bar that's kind of shaped like a little bug. And you just like exfoliate and it's also kind of oily, I think. So it's like moisturizing, scrubby, it smells amazing, feels good. I like that one. Um, my favorite soap bar of theirs is the Bohemian, like bar soap. 
I think it smells amazing. Um, they also have like sleep lotion. It's like a lavender colored lotion. And it reminds me of a lotion that I used to use when I was a kid from Bath and Body Works. Only it's clean and doesn't have any weird chemicals in it. So I like it for like the, the nostalgic feel. Then I also have a massage oil bar, which I just use for moisturizer every day. And it's called, oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Therapy, maybe. I'll link to it in the show notes. But this massage bar, which I basically just use as a moisturizing bar, is luscious. It smells good. It's like subtle, but still smells really good. And it keeps my skin moisturized all day. So I like the massage oil bar. Um, all of their products are amazing though. And if you go into a Lush, like their employees will come up to you, ask you all of the questions, let you try everything. So you don't have to guess or wonder or just buy something because you feel like it might work. They'll give you samples of anything you want. And they're basically amazing. And then once you know what you want, you can order stuff online if you don't have a Lush conveniently located near you. And yeah, it's an amazing brand. So Lush is one of my favorites. Another brand that I discovered just a few months ago, actually, it was this summer, I discovered a brand called Folane. And it's basically the Sephora for natural, super clean products, which Hello, that's incredible. How did I not know that this existed? Um, they basically curate and select their products on a very restricted list of ingredients, and they, like, vet every product they sell. So out of every product that they do look into, they only pick, like, 10%. So they're very, very picky, and the whole experience of Folane is really amazing. So basically, you go to their website... And you take these quizzes because they believe in helping you find products that are good for your skin. So instead of like going to a section or a brand that your friend or your sister uses, you take these quizzes and they help you decide what products would be best for you individually. So on top of that, you get to purchase and own beautiful products that are super luxurious and like high quality that you know are most likely going to work for your skin. So check out Folane, take some of their quizzes, look into the products that they recommend for you and like dive in. The first time I went to their website I took like every quiz and I immediately started ordering stuff and my favorite thing that I've discovered through Folane is the brand Ursa Major. It's a vitamin C serum for my face and like I've never put anything on my face before I mean historically I have when I was young and put a bunch of crap on my face but as of like the past five years probably I haven't used any like moisturizers or serums or different like beauty products and I found this vitamin c serum and like I love it my face is bright and even and beautiful it's a natural product it's in a glass bottle like, the whole thing just aligns with me and my beliefs. So I'm really happy that I discovered this product through Folane. So I'll drop the links in the show notes, but Folane is an amazing brand who's delivering really, really great products to people from a, like, custom perspective. And I'm sure you've heard of Honest Beauty by Jessica Alba. 
I love Jessica Alba. I think she's an amazing woman. Whenever she created the Honest brand, it made me want to have babies so that I could like buy the diapers. I don't have babies. I'm not planning on having babies anytime soon. But I am so grateful that someone with so much influence has created a brand that is good for you and can have a lot of impact. So Honest Beauty, I think, is an amazing brand. I like their mascara. And have I bought anything else from Honest, actually? I've bought, like, some soaps and, like, different household stuff. But from a beauty perspective, I think I've only bought the mascara. But they're at, like, Walgreens and Target and, like really normal, easy-to-find stores. So there's really no excuse not to find clean, high-quality products because they're coming out everywhere. But do your research first. Don't be fooled by labels. Um, another brand that I really like that I recently discovered is called AMG Naturally, and it's basically like a physician-clinician-level product. So like really, really high-level product, high-level, high-quality product, made with all plants and natural ingredients. So I have the, some sort of moisturizer and I don't use it all the time. Like I use it whenever I feel like I want to moisturize my face, right? So none of the stuff that I use is like used religiously as a means of I have to use it. I've picked and use all of these products that I like because they feel decadent and luxurious and like sexy and comforting and nourishing. So the products that I'm using and why is because of the way they make me feel. Um, yeah, and then if you have questions or you're trying to do research on the products that you do own or a product that you're wanting to buy, the Environmental Working Group has a specific section of their website called Skin Deep and you can type in most any product and they'll give you like a score on how bad or good the product is. Skin Deep is an amazing resource and you can help understand like what the products are like that you're using now and help find better products. So overall, my recommendations are to do your research, make change with your dollars and your choices, so as a consumer, we have the greatest power in what we buy and why, but mainly what we buy. So if we all start buying better products, then the market will have to shift. It, it just will. That's how economics work. But basically, your choices and your money is having an impact on where the market is going. I think the easiest way to start making this change or start consciously deciding on different products or cleaner products is simple. You don't have to throw everything out at once, but whenever something is starting to run out, focus on replacing that thing first. So if your mascara is the next thing to run out, then let a cleaner, better, whatever you're looking for mascara option replace that one. And then do the same with your foundation and your concealer and your shampoos and your lotions and whatever the case may be, you can slowly start to replace your conventional or <laughs> nasties with something better. Um, yeah, so that's the easiest way I think it is and it's the most sustainable. So you're not throwing everything out and wasting it and then spending a ton of money trying to replace it because there's also a waste component here as well. 
Um, in my opinion, I think it's important to go for products with the least impactful packaging. It's very hard. I don't do it right all the time. I don't, I don't do it right. I just do better each time. But looking at products and buying glass over plastic, buying the shampoo bars over the shampoo bottles, there are small changes that you can make that impact your health and your life and your money as well as the environment. So definitely consider if that's a really important factor for you, the packaging that these products are coming in. As always, I'm going to say it because I can't not say it. You can start from the inside out. So the body is the body, your body, you, your physical manifestation of self is always giving you clues to what's going on on the inside. So if you're having a flare up or digestion issues or something is happening physically, it's likely because your body is trying to tell you something. So don't ignore those things or cover them up or put more concealer over the thing to hide it. Take it as a message and communicate with yourself and start to dig in and understand what's going on on the inside and how you can best nourish yourself and help yourself. So from starting on the inside, that goes to your eating habits and your consumption habits and your environment. This episode isn't necessarily about that stuff, but I just want to say that if your blood sugar is out of whack, if you're dealing with inflammation, if your gut is out of balance, if you have nutritional deficiencies or hormonal imbalances, these will all affect your skin and your physical look, your beauty, we shall say. Um, so start from the inside out and clean up your eating habits. It's a really easy way to like clear up your skin and feel better in your body. And then like all of this that I've said, and I hope it seems pretty simple is go back to the basics, like look in your kitchen and you will find a lot of really great natural products and solutions that you can use that don't cost an arm and a leg or aren't some special thing. I think my favorite thing that exists is coconut oil in the beauty aisle. <laughs> I think it's like $5 more or something. When you can go to the food aisle and buy coconut oil, which is the same exact thing, literally the same exact thing. It's just in a different section of the store and being marketed toward beauty versus food. Like, you guys, this happens with a lot of natural products. You'll see them pop up in, like, the beauty aisle, and you're like, OMG, I have to have jojoba oil or whatever. It also exists in the food aisle. So, should be all the same thing. Buy the highest quality one for sure, but don't be fooled by someone trying to market coconut oil to you in some sort of beauty container. It's all the same thing. So I will leave you with this question, or these questions, I should say. Um, is your beauty routine making you sick or miserable or causing you health problems? And that could be from a physical or an emotional perspective. Like maybe you've been trapped in the whole loop of society's perception of you and how you should show up in the world and what you should look like. Or maybe you're actually having skin issues because you're using a product that isn't good for your skin. Um, so how is your beauty routine 
negatively and positively impacting your life right now? And how might you cultivate a routine or habits that is more in line with your desires and your core beliefs? Whatever you choose, do what's best for you because it all comes down to you and yourself. As always, you can find the show notes for this episode and every episode at HaleyHeishman.com backslash podcast. And please leave a review, rate, and subscribe if you're enjoying these episodes and share with a friend who might enjoy them too. I will talk with you all next week.